0: A little bit of ringing up here. I think you need to probably turn the gain down a little bit. So, as we celebrate Father's Day this morning, I want to talk about what difference does a father make. No matter what your experience is with your earthly father, you have a heavenly father. And without heavenly father, we would be destroyed. God is the only one who stands in between evil and us, and we would be absolutely destroyed. He's a father who looks after you. Does he protect you from absolutely everything? No. And many times we complain about that, but again, without him, without him, you would be destroyed. If you're here today, it's because of him. It's because he's made a way for you to be here. He's drawn you here. It's because he loves you. Scripture tells us that um, God not only protects us, but it says that He disciplines those He loves. God disciplines those He loves. Why does He do that? Because, like children, we tend to wander off, and at first we think it's okay, but God knows it's not. God knows where it leads, and so He seeks to draw us back. Without a father we would be destroyed. Now one of the ways that God works in our lives is that he wants to provide an earthly father and if you um, didn't have an earthly father that was active in your life I want to share with you today that you are able to have father figures in your life. One of the things that I prayed for um, not long after coming here and pastoring was I began to pray for a spiritual father. God had blessed me with um, a grandfather in my life, a father in, in my life, and, and I was blessed immeasurably through them. Um, They were very active in my life. Um, They protected me. They directed me towards the Lord. But as I began to pastor, I needed something more, and so I prayed for a spiritual father. And as many of you know, God gave me that for 14 years. I had a spiritual father, someone that, that I could Um, look to, someone that I could pour my heart out to, someone who would give me direction, and if it were not for him, there is no way that I would still be standing here today pastoring. There's no way. I would have hit the road. And that's one of the things I want to talk about this morning, is the difference that a father makes, because if you are a man here today, whether you have um, physical children um, that are yours, you are able to make a difference in someone's life because you are able to be a father figure. Each of us need that. So if you're someone who needs that, I want to share with you today that you can pray for that and God can provide that. If you are someone here who's able to do that, I want you to know that you can make an unbelievable difference in someone's life. This morning I want to look at a scripture that talks a little bit about this. It's found in the book of Malachi, which is the Old Testament. And I want to look at the fourth chapter because it's going to talk about Um, the difference a father can make, and that in that, we're also going to look at some of the negative. And the reason we're going to look at some of the negative is so that we can see the positive. And as we look to some of the negative, it's going to bring to mind, uh, if you've had some negative experiences, it's going to bring some of those things to to mind. And I just want to say to you, um, don't dwell on that, okay? Dwell on what can be. Um, I want to share this so that those who are tempted to kind of go their own way and not be involved in people's lives, would would seek to get involved in people's lives, would be used of the Lord in this way, because it's it's hugely important. In the book of Malachi, in chapter 4, and first of all, just to give you a little context, if you read through Malachi, Um, this is a book about repentance. God is calling out to his people to repent. One of the things that you see is that they were giving a lot of lip service to God, but they weren't really following him with their hearts. And so at the end here, we're going to hear a little bit about some of the consequence of that. And then where I really want to focus is Um, the last couple verses of this, but I'm going to start in verse 1 of Malachi chapter 4. It says, The Lord of heaven's army says, The day of judgment is coming, burning like a furnace. On that day the arrogant and the wicked will be burned up like straw. They will be consumed, roots, branches, and all. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings and you will go free leaping with joy like calves let out of let out to pasture on that day when i act you will tread upon the wicked as if as if they were dust under your feet says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Now we're going to continue on, but I want to stop there for a second. And I want you to hear this. One of the things that Malachi was speaking to the people is that they thought that life's just going to continue on and nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be fine. Even though they weren't really following God, they were giving Him lip service, but they were doing whatever they want. But I want you to hear that. That that is not the case. Because we have that right now in our culture. People are going their own way. They're doing whatever we want. As I've talked about, you know, this month we are celebrating sexual immorality. That we're celebrating it. And we're going headlong into it. And it's all around us and it's easy just to say, ah, the current's too strong. I'm just going to go with it. Hear this. God is going to destroy. He doesn't want to. He, He wants to save everybody. He's a loving Father. He wants to bring them to Him. But we are not created to be robots. We have a free will and we can choose. And so God has given us that. And it's His heart that we would come back to Him, but He is allowing us to go our own way. I want you to hear this morning that for those who say, I don't care how strong the current is, I'm going to keep following the Lord. The day is going to come where this is going to happen. It's going to be like a calf led out to pasture and you're going to be like... It's finally here. Uh, It's finally come. All the pressure and the oppression, it's finally gone and and heaven is here. I want you to hear that. It's coming. Verse 4 says, Remember to obey the law of Moses, my servant. All the decrees and regulations that I gave him on Mount Sinai for all Israel. And then in verse 5 it says, Look, And this is where I'm going to focus. I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land. With a curse Now what's that talking about? Well, if you go to Luke chapter 1 verse 17, I'm not going to go there right now, but it makes it very clear that this is talking about John the Baptist when it's talking about Elijah. It's talking about John the Baptist. John the Baptist was preparing the way for Jesus, and what did he preach? He preached a message of repentance. But one of the things that we see right here is that it was all about turning the hearts of the fathers back to the children. And then it says the children back to the fathers. What's that about? Well, one of the things that we see in our society today is that people are all about themselves. And I got to tell you that being a father is not about yourself. Being a father is all about other people. It's about giving your life away. And so one of the things that we see is that when fathers begin to say it's all about me, guess what? What are the children going to do? Well, the children are going to turn their hearts away too because they, they need a father. All of us need a father. We were created to have a father in our life. And we have the heavenly father if we will receive him. But we're also created to have other fathers in our life. That's why I prayed for a spiritual father. Because I'm never going to get to the point that I don't need people, someone speaking into my life. You have people that are speaking into your life. And to some extent, you get to choose that. And we get to choose, am I going to have someone speaking into my life that's going to speak the word, like Mike was talking about, that's going to speak what God says? Or am I going to have people speaking into my life that tell me what I want to hear, that tell me that the path I'm going, uh, even though it's leading away, even though it's destructive, is okay. We get to choose that. But I want you to hear this. I want you to see something at the very end of that, though. At the very end, it says, Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. There is a curse that comes when fathers say, It's all about me, and I don't care about anybody else. There is a curse that comes, and we are living in part of that. And I want to talk about part of that, not so that you can get discouraged and be like, oh man, this is awful. But you need to hear this so that you understand the importance of being a father if you're able. And if you're a man here today, you are able to be a father figure. And there are so many that need it. Part of the curse that's come upon just the nation where we live right now, and this is worldwide, okay, but just the nation where we live right now, because men don't want to be fathers. Men want to continue to be boys, which is I'm going to do whatever I want, when I want, and I'm not going to lay my life down for anyone. What has come because of that? Well, first of all, We murder over 600,000 children a year in this nation, mostly because men don't want to be fathers. I don't want to be bothered by that. I got things to do. I got things I want to pursue. So we murder. When we don't murder, okay? Let's talk about when women are brave and they say, you know what, I'm I'm not going to murder here. Well, even then, many times men say, you're on your own. And so we end up with so many single-parent families. Why? Because men are saying, I don't want to be a father. What happens in those situations? Again, I don't want to overwhelm you, but I'm going to throw up some statistics here, okay, on the screen. So, first of all, 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. Five times the average when somebody doesn't have a father figure, they're much more likely to say, it's not worth it. So if you're a man here today, is there someone that you could make a difference in their life? Because who they really need is Heavenly Father, right? They don't need uh, you know, your opinions and all that kind of thing. They need Heavenly Father, but you know what? You are the image of God to them. That's who we're called to be. And you know what that means? That means laying down your life. That means not spending as much time at work as you could. Because you're getting some glory there. And so, you know, and plus you get a little extra money. It it means not pursuing that hobby that, oh, you just, you really want to go do. Or, you know, the, the thing that your friends are saying, come on, come be a part of this. It means laying your life down. Why would you do that? Because you can give hope to someone. Your life can make a difference. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. 90%. That's that's huge. And think about the homeless problem that we have going on. And normally you just think about that in a big city, but I gotta tell you, it's right here. We got it all over the place. If you've got an abandoned home, you're probably gonna have people sneaking in there and hanging out because they're, they're basically homeless. We have that all over. 85% of children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless home. 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. Let's go to the next one. Um, let's go on. I, I, I've got just a bunch of these, and I, I just don't want to let's go to the next one next one next one one more (laughs) yeah it's 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 overwhelming All that that's that's good My, my point here is just to say fathers can make a difference and right now we're living under a curse okay we're living under a curse why because we have said, it's all about me. And we can't change that in our nation, but we can change it in our own heart. And we can say, you know what? I'm going to make a difference. And part of that is saying, if you're a man here today, part of that is saying, I'm going to be faithful to my wife, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out. That was one of the, that I was blessed with. Um, I did not have a perfect father. I did not have a perfect grandfather. They had issues. They had issues. But you know what? Both of them stuck it out. Both of them stayed in there and were a part of my life. So first of all, if you're married, stick it out. Because your children need a father. Second of all, if, if even if you have that what are other ways that you can get involved uh, sports was mentioned earlier Kathy had mentioned a way to father through sports absolutely doing coaching and so on and again if you've ever done that um, there are joys in it just like father but I got to tell you it's a sacrifice and it's not easy and it can be frustrating and all those things but why would we why would you do it Because you could literally make a difference in someone's life by showing them glimpses of the love of God. We have the love of God written through his word. But how do we experience it? We experience it through other people who live it out. So um, maybe you're a mother here today and um, you don't have uh, a father figure for your kids. Well, you know what? Pray for that. Pray for that. Even if it's not um, a husband, maybe there's someone around you that can be a figure in their life that can point them to the Lord. The difference that they can make is huge. As we celebrate fathers today, we have a perfect one. And none of us are able to be that. We are fallen. But when we turn ourselves over to Holy Spirit and we say, Lord, come in, He's able to do amazing things. He's able to love in ways that is beyond us. He's able to to, to keep us going even when we're so frustrated and overwhelmed we we don't know where to turn. He's able to work through us if we will turn and ask. So I just want to encourage you this morning that when we look at Malachi and we look at um, what's coming, we can make a difference in people's lives. But it takes sacrifice. It takes time. Will you do it? Father, thank you that you choose to work through us, Lord. Um, Thank you, Lord, that we are able to be used of you to make a difference in people's lives. But Lord, there are so many temptations for us to turn our hearts towards that can pull us away. Things that we get a whole lot more glory for than pouring ourselves into a young person's life. But Lord, that's what you've called us to. And you've called us even to pour our lives into to older people because we're all in a place, Lord, where, where we constantly need a father. So, Lord, I I pray that you would give direction for those here who need that. And I pray, Lord, that you would move in the heart of those who are able to provide it. Because we're able, Lord, when we're willing. Because you are willing to do it through us. Lord, we praise you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.